Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Cooking Without Looking TV show, St. Lucie Edition. I'm Alan Preston. Yes, hi, and I'm Annette Watkins. And Alan, um, not only are we going to meet our friends in St. Lucia, we're doing something very special today. Um, we're with our friends at the American Council of the Blind, and we appreciate the invitation to be part of your community events. Thank you so much. After each of our segments, we'll give you a chance to ask some questions and give your comments. And just a reminder, all of us on the show, Alan and, and all our guests and I, are all um, visually impaired or blind. And, you know, our motto is we want to change the way you see blindness. I think that's so clever, but it's true. Now, let's meet our first friends in St. Lucius. First, here's just a little bit about the Caribbean island country. St. Lucius is an Eastern Caribbean island nation with a pair of dramatically tapered mountains, the Petons, uh, on its east, uh, excuse me, was that its west coast? I think it's its west coast. West yes. coast. Mm -hmm. Yes, thank you. That's a tongue twister, not really, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, Alan, its, its coast is home to volcanic beaches and reef diving sites, luxury resorts, and fishing villages. The trails in the interior rainforest lead to waterfalls like the 15-meter-high Torrell, which pours over the cliff into a garden. That sounds beautiful. The capital, uh, Sustries, did I pronounce it? Is it Custries or Sustries? Castries. Castries is a popular cruise port, and I would imagine now at spring break you're pretty pretty busy there. Indeed. <laughs> Our first guest from the uh, from the St. Lucius Blind Welfare Association is Julia Menel. Uh, please tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, my name is Julia Menel. A former teacher of the Montessori Center, and I, I, I mean, as an early child educator, lost my sight about um, 2007, and just has been home, just in, enjoying life. Well, Julia, I'm glad you do enjoy life. That's what it's all about. So, Julia, uh, you're preparing a traditional breadfruit and salt fish with a ingredient. Can't wait to find out what it is. Okay, I decided to pre prepare a breadfruit. It's a local dish. Um, are, we all are we all ready to go? Yes, all ready to go. You ready? I'm just going to give right, you an idea. So let's learn to cook the St. Lucia's way, Julia. Okay, so I can start? Yes. Okay. Okay, I have some, as you can see, I have some dishes right here, some small bowls. In a hair, the first one I have my onions, I have my peppers, bell peppers, I have what you call um, my swordfish, also what we call smoked herring, and my mixed veg. And this one I, what I'm going to do, like so, first of all, I'm going to use 
use the frying pan. I'm going to saute it first before I put it back in. Inhale. It's all diced up, nice up very nicely. Before I use it, I have to mix it. So first of all, I'm going to be putting the putting my onions. It's about five spoons of onion, six spoons of onion. So I'm going to put, put it in the in the frying pan right here. On Uh, Renee, I think we just lost Julia's picture. Oh, you lost my picture? I think so. Well, Julia, continue, continue to, uh, are you able continue to tell me? us what's going on there. I'm not sure, are you but able I, to see me? there are you, you are again. <laughs> all right. Are you yes, yes. Okay. First of all, I'm going to put in the onions. By breaking the frying pan. Okay, the next one is my bell pepper. Right here. You've uh, pre cut and pre measured all these beforehand, is that correct? Yes, I did. Five spoons of, six spoons of onion, six spoons of bell peppers. Make sure that I. Okay. In here is my smoked herring. And it's five spoons of smoked herring. It's all shredded. Okay, smoked herring. Okay. Shredded. I'm sorry, uh, did you tell us how much of uh, the smoked herring you add to that? Five spoons of smoked herring. After that, I'm going to be putting the salt okay. in. I'm going to be putting the salt in. Okay. Where, where do you get the salt? What I'm going to do, I'm going to be stirring it right now. This okay. is just, I'm just going to saute it. Uh, okay. Uh, Julia, where do you get, your, get the salt fish? Where do I where do we where get, do you it? get it? Where do you obtain it? Do you buy it or do you go out and uh, do you? Do you, do you I'm curious. Yes. Do, do you but go out and buy it? Is it available in the stores there? Yes, at the supermarkets. Okay. You can get them in exactly the what market. is salt fish? What's that? Well, exactly what is salt fish? What do you know what variety it is? Um it's, I don't really know the variety, all I know it is called it's a salt fish and it's something it's that salt fish, okay. Is that okay. something well, I'm just wondering if it's you know shark or whale or I don't know. <laughs> Salted cod, codfish. Ah, salted codfish. Thank you. All right, Julia. So you're stirring and saying. Yes? I will just need about two minutes. Okay, now I'm going to take my mix. 
the vegetables. It's a whole lot of vegetables. It has string beans, it has carrots, all sorts of things, just to give it a little flavor. Okay. What is that you're adding now? Okay. Uh, you can smell that as it starts to cook. How do you know when it's done? Um, just about two minutes. Just about a minute to a, a minute to two minutes, and then it's okay. Then I need to add a little curry. Curry. Okay. I need to add some curry to give it a little, a little more flavor. Well, we have a nice close-up of the dish. That's wonderful. Now it can be used in a variety of menus because the breadfruit, we usually use it in different menus. Usually you have it just broiled and sliced and put on a dish. You can also make um, roasted breadfruit, fried breadfruit. Breakfast balls, and um, you can mix a breakfast pie using um, cheese, using, uh, using mince, um, turkey, or ground beef. Or if you don't want to consume it that way, you just make a smoothie where you chop it up, you put it in your blender or your bullets, you add some ice cream and milk, and you get a very nice smoothie. How interesting! Yummy. <laughs> Now, I'm curious, Julia, as you stir that, uh, yeah. can you smell it? Uh, is, is that how you determine when it's cooked, or do you just do it by the amount of time? Um, it's just about a minute. And it, and it, it has a very nice flavor, aroma. So right now I'm going to turn it off. Okay. You uh, cook on a gas stove, am I right? Yeah, on a gas stove. I like gas stoves better. I only have an electric, unfortunately. Okay, it's right. Okay. Now that I have finished, finished, what I'm going to do, I'm going to pour it into this silver container, which has the breakfast all diced up. Okay. okay. I'm going to put it on you have a limited amount of sight, is that right? A little bit of eyesight? No sight. No sight whatsoever? No sight whatsoever. Okay. Well, not that that's okay, but I understand. Okay. Now, what I'm going to do is just, I'm going to be mixing it. Okay. Just mixing it so that it's on. Now, how many people will this serve? Looks like a fairly large amount. Yes, a large amount. Maybe four, four servings. Four more. Okay. <laughs> nice for your family of four for dinner. Yes, it is. And what kinds of things do you serve with this? 
Okay, you can have a, a small salad with it. You can make it with some cucumbers, some lettuce, some tomatoes, some avocados. It already has its, its meat in it because I have this the salt, cod, salt fish, which we call cod fish, and also the smoked herring. Now, the smoked herring, I infuse it with the salt fish to give it a stronger flavor. Really sounds delicious. Sure does. Can I ask you something, Julia, about your dish? Is this the kind of dish that you can make you make all year long, all year round, or is it something you make certain times of the year? Usually um, you can make it all. Um, sometimes you make it like on a Sunday or you make it, but usually during the month of October, which is Creole month, we serve a lot of these um, salt fish and breadfruit and smoked herring. Usually the salt fish and the smoked herring, we use it as our what we call Creole breakfast, where we just use, use the salt fish and the smoked herring with some chopped up onions and peppers, along with some what we call Creole bread and what our cocoa stick. We have what we call cocoa stick. It's our own natural cocoa made right here in St. Lucia. And you have a beautiful um, Creole breakfast in the morning. So as I told you, we can do so many things with the breadfruits. I did, I choose to do it that way, but I could have made it into a pie using either cheese, ground beef, um, minced turkey. I could have used just cheese, or I could have just stuffed it with salt fish. Also, we make you can also make the breadfruit um, wraps where you cook wow. the breadfruit. Yeah, there's also breadfruit wraps. And as I say, if you don't want to consume it that way, all you do is make a smoothie. Wow. Oh, my goodness. That's quite a difference. You should write a book that says, you know, like 50 ways to make breadfruit and salt fish, all the different combinations. I'm sure. And the soup is very tasty. You just, as I just told you, add your ice cream, you, you slice it up, you put it in your blender, add your ice cream, add your milk. If you if you are a bit, um, you don't want your dairy product, maybe use maybe some avocado and some Almond milk. Yeah, you sound very passionate about that dish for sure. Yeah, and it sounds very flexible too. Yeah, very flexible. What you got available? Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Well, it's, very, it's just a pity you can't taste it because it is. I've already prepared one. So what I was doing is just showing you how the process in which I I make it. But I already okay. have one already made there. Now, after I have done, mix it up, I would I would put it in my dish and I make a little sauce to go with it, which is called a Belcher sauce. Because you want it to come out golden brown. So, but with, I don't want it with cheese because you, I mean, it's a local dish, so no cheese. So what I use, I use um, some butter, I use some flour, I use the grated nutmeg, which will make it taste like cheese, but it is not cheese. But it comes out very thick, and you just spread it on top, on top of it, so you can get a very it comes out very moist, but at the same time golden brown. So you're going to be seeing it in a little while. So as I say, here I mix. I have already mixed my my vegetables, my onion, my bell peppers, everything, and. You can also have a glass of coconut. You can also have a glass of coconut water with it. It sounds very healthy. You know, it's much yeah. better. 
It's much and better than just Cheerios in the morning. And then I use <laughs> the oil. I use uh, I use organic olive oil. Oh, nice. I'm not so big. I'm not so okay. big on oil, but I'm not so big on oil. But if I'm going to use oil, it's either the um, olive oil or the coconut oil. It is right. right. Yeah. And you yeah. use it at the end. You, I think, you don't cook with it too much. No. Well, no. Yes. Any other questions? Well, uh, the, uh, that looks absolutely delicious. But uh, our friends in the audience now, uh, if they have any comments or questions, uh, is uh, let's see how do we work this. We have some questions for Julie from our audience. Okay, so before we get to any questions, I want to quickly remind folks who joined us here in the audience um, just uh, how you can participate. If you've joined us on a PC, you can raise your hand with Alt-Y and mute and unmute with Alt-A. If you have joined us on the Mac, raise your hand with option Y and to mute and unmute is command shift A. If you joined us from a smartphone app using the Zoom app, to raise your hand, you'll locate the more button at the bottom right of your screen, double tap that, and you will find your raise hand option there. And to mute and unmute, you will find the mute button at the bottom left of your screen. If you join us from a landline phone or a phone with a physical keypad or flip phone, star 9 to raise your hand and star 6 to mute and unmute. And let's see, we have... So far, we have, oh, we have Nora. Nora, Hi. you have a question. Hi. Hi. Yes, please. Yeah. Good afternoon. Hi. Um, please meet you And my question is, how, uh, how long does it take to cook? Mm. Like time-wise, for uh, how many minutes you cook it on the stove? Oh, Nora, your 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 uh, microphone is not working real well. You're breaking up a little bit. There's kind of hard to understand you. Would you try again, please? Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. Um, sure, my microphone. Anyway, um, how how many uh, how long how many uh, minutes does it take to, to make a big wonderful dish on the on the gas stove? What she said was, how long does it take to prepare the dish from start to finish, including chopping or anything, including cooking it as well? How long does it take no. you? Uh, Is that correct? No, no, that's not it. How long? No, can you hear me okay? Uh, your, your, your microphone's breaking. I'm not answering. Hang on, let me put it on my table. You're still breaking up, Nora. Yeah, it's my, uh, it's my iPad. Can you hear me? Okay. Anyway. Yeah, okay. I'm hearing music. I'm hearing 
I'm hearing music. We got it. Go ahead, Nora. Okay. Go ahead. Can you hear me now? No, okay. Yeah, okay. Oh, uh, yeah. How long, does, how many minutes does it take to heat the, the dish up on the stove? Ah. How many minutes does it take to heat on the stove? Yes. About a minute or two. Yeah. Just a couple of minutes. Oh, okay. Thank you. Yes. It's not very hard. <laughs> That's great. Thank you. Thank you, Nora. Thank you. Please meet you. You're welcome. And I'm glad you're watching. Thank you. Uh, you me too. From our audience, from uh, Julia. At the moment, you don't have any raised hands. Well, okay. So, Annette. Yes, dear. It's all yours. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I love it. I'm going to St. Lucia in my mind. I just I'm, love to be out on the water. And they've got great scuba diving down there. I yeah, I would imagine. I don't I don't scuba dive. I'll snorkel, but that's about it. Um, yeah, so we're happy to be here, happy to be connected to their friends in St. Lucia. And Julia, thank you so much for preparing your dish. I know you put a lot of work and love into that. And uh, we think it's great. And we hope everybody will try it at home. So now we have with us Melvin Felix. Melvin, can you wave to me? I am not. Alex, I'm waiting on. Where are you on my screen? Can you wave to me? Yeah. Okay, you have the apron on. You look very professional and ready to go. Melvin Felix is also from the Blind um, Association, Welfare Association of St. Lucia. So he is going to make a special dish today. But Melvin, before we get started on your preparing your cheeseburger with lemon, that sounds strange, but I hate. I've heard, I've heard other things sound strange and they taste delicious. So we'll start oh. with that in a moment. First of all, I was reading your bio, quite interesting story that you have. Um, I'm going to have you tell us a little bit about your version and your feelings and your thoughts about your blindness. I know that you went through a lot going from doctor to doctor and trying to figure out exactly what you had. Yeah. And after about a year, I think you went to... Um, totally blind so tell us a little bit about your condition whatever you want to tell us about that and then we'll and about yourself some of the fun things that you do i know you're into some sports and and what have you so go ahead and tell us a little bit about your journey okay so you know it was tough at the beginning see my side was going when i checked the doctor the doctor tell me my eyes is normal mm -hmm. and they could not get anything wrong with my eye and they don't know what's wrong. So I went and do a scan. The scan says a brain tumor and, you know, oh it God. was uh, so tough. So they asked me to do an MRI. I had to go to Martinique and do the MRI. And it was so tough. So I could not, my family not have the cash to done everything. But, you know, eventually I always, I used to pray a lot. And I wasn't, I, when my mother, my sister and them, they leave the house, I close up myself in the house and pray a lot. And, you know, mm -hmm. just to, it was so tough for me. 
imagine when I start taking a walk, a walk down the step. Remember I told you 56 steps? Mm-hmm. So I use my cane and I get down there, try to get some friend to talk to. Mm-hmm. I get a friend of mine, they call Ted, they give me some advice. Tell me, they tell my brother, you need to don't stay home, man. Mm-hmm. Always take a walk. In Library Village, so I always do that. Come sit down by the bay in Library. Meet some friends, we all wrap up. And a day, I tell my mother, to me, I always believe I want to do something. I know I'm blind, I cannot see nothing, but I want to do something, man. So first we do some, grate some coconut. We stew the coconut with sugar, cinnamon, nutmeg. Mm. And you know, first day I, I go down in the village with the the coconut stuff. So, you know, I imagine I, I go in five and I move around. I sell all five. Wow. Great. Yeah. So I tell my mother, Mom, you know we have to do something. <laughs> Taking a gold mine there. Yeah, so I say, Mom, we got to do something, Mom. So I tell Mom, to, um, let me try that. Let me try some coconut cake. Mm. Oh, so we we use some charcoals. We we use the stove, the oven, but we put it outside and put in the charcoals at the bottom of the stove, and we we bust it up. Oh, oh! I never have enough coconut cake to sell for a day. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. So in my a day, I come. I said, I start giving my products. Some, uh, I say, good for the ladies, better for the men. Mm. So a lot of people, yes, coconut cake. It, wait a minute. Why is it better for the men? I missed something. <laughs> wait a you second. Know, you know, people always want something excited. So you know, I just create um, think of something. You know, people will like, you know? So I say, good for the ladies, better for the men. Mm, got their attention. So, no, just to get me up. So people, yeah. Get their attention, yeah. Yeah, so we You're start funny. moving. But these days, but these days, we stop it because of Corona. Right. So, because, and my mother get a job, so she not, when she leave Monday, Mm-hmm. She going coming back home on Friday, so she's the one that can bake it for me. Okay, well you're you're missing it then Monday through Friday. <laughs> yes, I I miss a lot, but it's nothing. <laughs> no. Okay, it's, well we'll uh, wait for some more of that. You could next time you come on our show, you could maybe make some of that for us. Oh, why not? Yeah, we put some. Uh, we we add some ginger flavor in there. Mm. Oh, make it better. Wow. Fresh ginger? Yeah, yeah Fresh ginger. ginger. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's great for relieving inflammation. Very healthy. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Okay, so today, what are you going to uh-huh. make for us? Tell us the name of the so, dish and, and then proceed to start preparing it, okay? Okay, the name of my dish is the um, a burger, cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. 
So, you know, we use all uh, means the um, the mincemeat, we crush it, grounded mincemeat, and then we all the season we have um, the um, seasoned pepper, we have um, the sky, the um, chives, we have um, rosemary, all that we have it in the backyard, garden, house there, and we add that in there, and oh, it's very tasty. Mm-hmm. So. Wow. So you're starting to make it now. You told us the ingredients. So, um, um, what's the first yeah. thing you're so going to do? I, I have a burger ready. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to chop all my season and put it there and to show you how I'm getting done my burger. So you're just using ground beef with that? Yeah, but you know, if I, I want, I can use the lamb, I can use the um, fish, grounded fish, all this stuff. So make different, um, the different, um, you know, the um, flavor. Mm-hmm. So you're saying you could, you know, not just use ground beef, but ground lamb and you just go to the butcher and they'll grind it for you? Pardon me? You go to the butcher and he'll grind the lamb into ground beef or ground meat for you. Yeah, or you can yeah. go in the supermarket, go in the supermarket, and they'll just do it for you. Yeah, just so you're saying you could do different things. You could use fish. You could use lamb and, and burger meat or hamburger yeah. meat. That's great. Okay, yeah. so tell us what you're gonna do first. Let's see here. You got all so, your. We're going to I'm going to chop my season so I have the the, the grounded um beef is there. This is the, the, the grounded beef in there. That's ground beef? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to chop my season and put in there and wrap up. Now, where did this recipe come from? Is this handed down from your family or did you, is it your own creation? It is my own creation. Okay. What inspired you? Oh, um, you know, when a day, you know, I try it and, and when I, I say, oh, that flavor is very good. So I use mostly <laughs> a lot of herbs and the season, I add them together and you'll get a very good flavor in there. That's very creative. That's a good yeah. way to do it. You know, cooking is, it's all about, you know, creating something. Yeah, it is. I'm sorry. I was creating and enjoying. Yeah. Pardon me? It's all about creating and enjoying. Oh, yes. Why not? You get to enjoy the dinner afterwards. And I find it a lot of fun and very relaxing to go in the kitchen and make something like this. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so I'm going to chop, I go chop, chop my season to put in, in. How do you not cut your fingers off now? Tell us your trick. No, no. Did you go to that school? I used to. I used to work. I used to work in a restaurant before. 
Oh, before you came blind. Okay, so yes. you're in your late 20s, in your 20s? Yeah, in my 20s, around 27 to 28 yeah. years. So, yeah. Okay. So, so you have a lot of experience. So the saying, I could do this blindfolded, definitely holds true for you. Definitely. <laughs> well, you know, Annette, I tend to think that if you're a good chef, that this kind of stuff like cutting things up, you, uh -huh. you practice that, you really don't need to see even if you're totally sighted. It gets to be kind of automatic, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I got to be careful or there gets to be extra protein in my dinner. Yeah. <laughs> so you're cutting up all the different spices now? Yeah. All of them together and then let's go. Did I hear you say that you grow all that stuff in your yard? Right there. That's amazing. It's better you have your, your home garden. Everything is organic. Yes. Nice. Yes, I grew up on a farm. I know it tastes yeah, good. Now I go in the, all my season in there. Yeah. Okay, so you got the seasoning and the burger in the bowl, or is that just the seasoning in that bowl? Right there. So I'm going to put my breadcrumb. How much breadcrumb do you use, Melvin? How much? About a cup? Looks like. So I have to um, put a good portion. Huh? And while when I um, then I have to give it a heat up. So if, if it stay together, it's mm -hmm. a good portion. So it, I don't have to put any more. So okay, you're... so it's not uh, it's not the quantity; it's the way the uh, product feels. It's the texture. Yeah. So you have to go little by little, not a lot one time, because you have to add have to add the egg uh, egg in there. So to to hold it to hold it together. Wait. Add my um black pepper, salt in there. It's kind of like a meatloaf. Pardon me? You can also make this as a meatloaf. Says this again. I'm sorry, I mean, maybe you don't eat meatloaf in St. Lucia, but it reminds us of an American dish of a meatloaf where you use uh -huh. the hamburger meat, the breadcrumbs, and the seasonings, and then you form it into a loaf and you oh. put it in the oven and then you slice it up. So you don't necessarily have to use bread with it for those out there who don't want to eat bread. Okay, all right. So still just, the same, just... Yeah, it's still the same flavor, it's just a different shape. Okay, so um, get the egg. What are you looking for now? Okay, I got it. The egg. 
the egg. The egg there, and uh, I'm gonna mix it now. This will bind it all together. Yeah. Do you have chickens? Do you no, have chickens? We, we buy. We buy. We buy this. You buy the eggs. Okay. Yeah, I buy the eggs. So. Well, I thought you had a garden. You could have chickens too. You never know. <laughs> I me. said you have a garden. You could have chickens too. You never know. No, but if you if you have if you have the chickens around there, what happened? Um, you know they trouble some and they you know they mash up everything. Aww. They tear it away. You know they. They're bad chickens. Bad. Yeah, that's the that's the um the one we have there. It's not the the boilers and the layers, not these things. So we have the, our local fowls in there, Saint Lucia. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and chickens smell. You wouldn't want them around today. I say chickens also smell bad. We had a lot of them on our farm when I grew up. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So very bad. Yeah, I don't smell good at all. Neither so, do eggs, so okay. okay all right, so. <laughs> We're going to... ship it out to... Put it in the oven, so. So you already preheated your oven, Melvin? Well, come did on you, again. Did you, re, did you already preheat your oven? Yes, the, the oven is already heated up. Okay, so, to what? 350? Yeah. Okay, great. 350, yeah. okay. So, I'm put that in there. I wait for it. When it cooks, so I put the... The burger bread, I put some mayo. I heat up the bread also. I put some mayo. And I cut my um, lettuce, my um, tomato, and the red, the red onion. I put a slice in there, and then after I put the cheese over, and that's ready to go. Wait a second. I didn't hear anything about lemon juice. Oh, lemon juice is getting get there also. When? So, yeah. So I'll I'll give you when I done with this one. So the lemon juice. I'll give you the lemon juice. I Did thought I heard a rooster crow. <laughs> thought I did too, but I, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> talking, talking about chickens. <laughs> if, if, you, so, if you live in St. Lucia, you can't miss the roosters. They are all over the place. Oh, so. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, so ready for the oven? Going to put that in the oven. I'm um, going to put the, what I mix up, the burger, the um, beef, all the season, all, all I chop. Mm -hmm. Going in the oven right now. Okay. All right. So it's one big burger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, one big, large, flat kind of patty thing. Okay. So um, <laughs> next, get out. So. I have to give the bread a, a warm up, heat up, up out in the oven also. 
Right, cut up the bread, the burger bread. Huh. That bread is in a round loaf. That's interesting. Yeah, it is a yeah, it is a round loaf. Okay. Put it on the side of the tree. That's it. That's okay. You're doing a great job, Melvin. I know it's not easy. And you, have you been on television before, or on a meeting, on the computer before? Or is this your first time? Because you seem very confident. It is. It is my first time. Oh, okay. It's, yeah. a, it's a little tricky. It's a little tricky, but you're doing great. We're doing great, and we appreciate it. Okay, all right. Thank you very much. Sure. Okay. So we're going to wait. Are you going to plate this? So now the bread's warm, and you got to wait for the burger. Do you have one already made? Oh, so yes. Can, so you could show us what you're going to yes. put on top? Okay. Okay. Hmm? Okay. Oh my goodness. Oh boy. Hello? Hello there. Yes. Oh, that looks beautiful. I can see a little bit. It's very tall and very hardy. Yeah. Very hearty. So what is on top of that now? You got lemon juice, you got mayo, what else? Wait, um, at the top there, mm -hmm. I pass some mayo. I give that bread a, 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 a heat up. Then I put the mayo and there's some cheese. Mm. And then I put the, the other piece of burger, the bread mm -hmm. on there. Yeah. So it's ready to eat now. Does that mean uh, you're going to say goodbye and you're going to go just, eat and leave us? Just just one question, uh, uh, Melvin. No, no, because um, this is the one that's ready. So the, I have the other one in the oven waiting. So when it cook, that looks great. I'm not sure my mouth is big enough. That one, <laughs> uh, the, uh, Melvin. Thank you. Thank the, you very much. The, yeah. the lemon, the lemon juice is to drink, right? Yeah. Okay, so the, the burger will be served with a drink of lemon juice. That's mm. correct. Uh-huh. Oh. Um, the lemon juice is not part of the burger. Okay, thank you, Anthony, for clarifying that. Yeah. Um, it was a missing ingredient. So you're drinking like a lemonade maybe? Or do you, right. do you, do you sweeten mm -hmm. it? Something like that, yes. Okay, very good. So does anybody else have questions for Melvin? Or it's pretty self-explanatory. Self but if anybody had any questions, now would be the time to wave. Raised hands. Don't wave. have any raised hands at the moment. Okay. Melvin, do you, Melvin raised his hand. <laughs> Melvin, what do you want to ask? Pardon me? Did you want to ask something or add anything to this presentation? So happy, thank you. I, I appreciate your coming to 
show me, show, for me to show what can I, my talent out there, so the world will see my talent. Mm -hmm. What can I do? So I uh, appreciate it a lot. Thank you, Malvin. You, you are a very talented man. Yeah. Malvin, okay. we appreciate you too. Thank you. You have a couple of raised hands now. Okay, good. See I, I hope um, your day, your day will meet in person in St. Lucia. Yes. Anytime you feel to come to St. Lucia, you'll be free. Oh, thank you. That's quite and, generous. And, and I, will walk, I will walk you in Library Village. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a great invitation. <laughs> and, okay. and, and I, 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 I will be your tour guide. Thank you, sir. Yeah, I'll be Alan, you game? Alan, you game? I'd love to. I tell you, I, I've, I've heard about St. Lucia and the, and the scuba diving down there. I'd love to go there one day. Oh, so oh, you never you never gone to St. Lucia? No, I, I haven't. I've no, I haven't either. I've never been oh, there. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I, have a I have a friend of mine, they call Alan. Yes. A good friend of mine, they call Alan. Yeah. Yeah. Good name. Great name. I love it. Yeah. I've had it for a long time, kind of get used to it. Do we have a couple of raised hands out there? On it? Yeah, and he's a very kind guy. Yeah. Okay. The, the, the audience, uh, Melvin, the audience hands. want to ask questions. Yes. So uh -huh. let us let them the do question. that. Waiting for the question. Right. All um, right. Julia, you can go ahead. Okay, hi, I'm just showing you the after product because you didn't have time to see it. It's the one that has already been baked. It's right here. And you also, I already put a slice on a dish right here. So then have a look at it. And first of all, I want to thank you very much for affording me that time to present my dish. And bring the juice. Have you seen it? It looks delicious. Yeah. Yeah, because when I was talking, I have not completed it yet, but it had, it had time to go over to Melvin. So now I just have to show you the after product. I have sliced out a piece and put it on a dish here. So one of my ladies can have a taste. That looks wonderful. I like that you put it on a white dish. It presents very well. Yes. I want to place a pop bite also. I tell you, you can have it with a little salad, or you can have it also a glass of coconut water, or maybe one of our local fruit juices. We have mm. lots of local fruit juices. We have the golden apple, the pineapple, the orange, the tamarind, with this guava, there are all sorts of local mm. juices. Excellent. <laughs> Thank you. Thank uh, you. Other questions from our audience? We have Nora. Hi, Nora. What is your question, Nora? Hi. Hi, Nora. Okay, my question. Okay, my question is: uh, for my last presenter, uh, how many years have he worked at the restaurant? How many years have you worked in a restaurant? How many years have you worked in a restaurant? <sighs> Yeah. I'm um, Hello? Hey, yes, Melvin. How Melvin. I'm listening to you now. Yes, Melvin. The, Nora wants to know how many years you worked in the restaurant. You said it was in your 20s. But how, how long were you there? 
Oh, I, I stayed there for five years. Oh wow! Okay, oh. five years. Oh, yeah. that's great. And and you know what? When I start, I, I, when I start working at the restaurant, I start as the steward. As a steward, like a waiter. Yeah. Okay. You know, I always be by the chef and ask chef the chef question, and you know. <laughs> That's how you learn. So yeah, and 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 there is different things I can do also. All right. Uh, Thank we you. have other questions hey, for Mel. You're welcome. We do not have any raised hands at the moment. Okay. Well, well, I just want to thank Melvin again. I'm going to turn it over to Alan for our next segment. Yes. Uh -huh. Thank you so much, Melvin, for showing okay. us how to take the cheeseburger to the next level. And okay. Thank you. Yeah. And now, <laughs> let's meet Anthony Avril. The exact thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Anthony Avril, the executive director of the St. Lucia's well, uh, Blind Welfare Association. Annette? Yes. Okay. Well, Anthony, last but not least, we, we would like to know a little bit about yourself, your um, eye condition, your journey with your eye vision, and also what you do there at the Welfare Association St. Louis, St. Lucia, excuse me. Well, thank you, Annette. Thank you so much. Well, to begin with, I'm a man. And but my journey has been rather uh, interesting. I, uh, I have lived with blindness bit, uh, from about a year and six months old mm -hmm. and uh, um, and um, I um, had my first experience in the formal education setting when I was about 18 years old because um, in those days they just did not know what to do with a blind child in the regular school system and um, so it has been quite an uphill um, battle but that, um, as the great St. Paul says, that um, I, you know, I, I, I stuck with it and, uh, and I have won some races, <laughs> like, you know, wow. from the, looking at it from the athlete stand standpoint. Um, in the 70s and had an opportunity to uh, do some stu to study in, in, in Canada, the W. Ross McDonald School and uh, returned to St. Lucia mm -hmm. and uh, um, the, um, to the, the late 70s, I um, got involved with the Caribbean Council for the Blind and uh, went back to Canada and came back to St. Lucia in 1981. And I was given the uh, leadership of the association. So I have seen the association grow from one level to, to another. We have had some, some challenges along the way. We've had to fight many battles, but that the uh, St. Lucia Blind Welfare Association is um, uh, quite a dynamic organization, um, um, fighting against the odds, making things happen. We believe that... Um, People, everyone deserves a chance in life and must be given an opportunity to, uh, to make use of the talents that he or she has. Right. 
Exactly. Um, Wonderful philosophy. Mm -hmm. So what are the kind of services? And number one, I would ask what the kind of services that you provide and is it a member driven uh, association as well? And is it just in St. Lucia or is it other places? Mm. Well, let Shall we say that the St. Lucia Blind Welfare Association is definitely a member-driven, it's a membership organization. Um, it was inaugurated in 1972, and it is governed under an act of parliament so that uh, it has a strong um, legal mandate, but it maintains its, uh, its, uh, its, 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 its character as a a voluntary organization. In the beginning, of course, that um, it was running what was called the School and Workshop for the Blind. But then that in the 80s, it was changed because um, we used to send children to the Santa Cruz School for the Blind in, for blind children in Trinidad. Mm -hmm. In the early 80s, we felt that it was much better to educate children within their own environment. So we started the, the education program in St. Lucia. And in the middle eighties, we decided to mainstream the children because um, it, you educate them in, isol in isolation, but they have to exist in the society. So we thought the earlier they can be exposed to mm -hmm. the wider society, the easier it would be the, for them to own a living. And also by them being sharing the same education space with their sighted peers, um, when they meet again at the workplace, it would not be such a, 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 a traumatic experience for them and for their so-called sighted colleagues. Very good. You're so, trying to socialize them. Yes, um, because we have been uh, pursuing an, an, in, in all, in, an inclusive, so we want to transform the St. Lucian society into a, a, an inclusive society where it, there is space for everyone mm -hmm. and uh, everyone in, entitled to receive, but everyone also should have the opportunity to contribute mm -hmm. regardless of the, your vision status, your, your physical vision status. Right. So that's, it's all inclusive. How many would you say off the top of your head, do you have blind or visually impaired folks in St. Lucia? Or do you want to divide it by children or adults? However, just giving us an idea. The St. Lucian population is not that big. It's about uh, 180,000 people. Okay. And um, the, the, um, according to the census estimates, we would have approximately 2,000 living with, with total physical blindness, mm -hmm. but that uh, to everyone blind, and you estimate that you would have about up to three with various form of low vision. So mm -hmm. when, if you put that together, um, it, it gives you a, 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 a good idea of the size of blindness and vision impairment in St. Lucia. Mm -hmm. However, um, we have started a, a, a drive to register everyone living in the island with an, any form of, of vision impairment. Um, we are doing this because it would, um, we would be in a better position to, uh, to understand 
um, what kind of intervention they may need. It's not just uh, uh, having their names and 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 the, where they where they live, but also we want to know um, what what do they have to offer. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we, we they have challenges, yes, but everyone um, all can have have uh, something to offer once mm -hmm. once you are you are in good health. So that's where we are. We are in the middle of, of this, and we're in the second phase. And um, so this would drive the way forward. And when when we plan intervention, it would be based. It will be evidence based, and not <clears throat> not just simply on the, um, uh, uh, perceptions. <clears throat> and um, now, Saint Lucia, we work together with the, uh, our colleagues in the Caribbean under the Caribbean Council for the Blind and Visually Impaired. And um, the Caribbean Council for the Blind and Visually Impaired was uh, formed in 1967. And um, collectively together, we have managed to, uh, in some way, transform the societal, the, so the society, the Caribbean societies. Um, the fact that you have in many of the Caribbean islands um, where children are sharing the same education space, um, it would give you give an indication that we have managed against the odds to move the, the, the to lift the bar. But we have a long, long way to go. <clears throat> still, um, the services that we offer, um, of course, include rehabilitation. We started it on a community um, level. We, we call it community-based rehabilitation. And then um, some smart person says, well, are you rehabilitating the community? <clears throat> and uh, we said, well, if you rehabilitate the people, then indeed you are rehabilitating the, commu the community. Sure, one hand washes the other for sure. That's right. Part of the community. That's right. So um, we also, uh, the. Uh, welcome the development of, of, of technology, and um, and it's it is helping us to transform the landscape with regard to persons who are living with blindness and vision impairment. So we are into infotech and uh, training our people um, how to uh, maximize the the um, the uh, um, the uh, technology that's that, that's available. Um, of course, we um, are into Braille, and you know, and uh, for those who who, who need it, um, we we are into sports, and uh, and well, you know, cricket. Yes, tell us about the, yeah, you're into cricket. Yeah. Tell right. us about some of the fun <laughs> things that you do. Enough <laughs> serious well, stuff. Yes, um, cricket is 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 the flag sport for the people in the Caribbean, particularly in the English-speaking Caribbean. And, um, and we thought that if we can get blind and vision-impaired people into cricket, then it would also demonstrate to the society at large that blindness is not the end of life. Of course, the, the, the cricket had to be tailor-made to accommodate the various levels of impaired vision. So with blind cricket, we have them into three categories. 
you have what you call B1, and B1 are the physically blind. And um, um, I, I prefer to use the term physically blind instead of totally blind because um, um, it's only my eyes that can see. And so the B2s, they have some vision like, you know, partial, partially blind. Mm -hmm. And the B3s, they are uh, the most vision, partially sighted. And, um, and so they would be uh, defending the outfield. Whereas the, the B2s um, occupy the second line of defense. And the B1s will be cl fielding closest to the batters. Now, I, I know you are, cricket is not that big in the U.S., so, uh, but they, they, what, what happens is that with blind cricket, we use um, uh, the, the cricket ball has some devices and it makes noise mm -hmm. so that it allows those with, with, with very little vision to hear when the ball is coming your way. I, I can just show you one <laughs> Yeah. There you go. yeah. So this is a, a blind <clears throat> cricket ball, mm -hmm. and uh, <clears throat> sorry, <clears throat> and hey, grab um, some water if you need it. Uh, yes, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna help. <laughs> yes, um, we've been talking a lot. It's been so interesting. True. Very interesting. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> they. So with the. Uh, of course, there are rules governing, well, every sport, you have rules. And with blind cricket, you definitely have rules. And uh, people are penalized if you violate the rules. Um, and so, but we are, we are, we have uh, the West Indies Cricket Council for the Blind. And um, we, I'm the current president. And we participate in um, World Cricket Tournament, there's a World Cup coming up in, in India in November. India? So, yes. Oh my so, goodness. Be, because uh, blind cricket is, is uh, in right through the cricket world now. Mm -hmm. The cricket world, you have India, Australia, Pakistan, England, and, and they, well, Ireland and Scotland. And <clears throat> you have South Africa and the West Indies. And, awesome. You know, are you going to go? You're going, right? Um, yeah. Well, we are hoping that we will be able to send a team yeah. because, you know, the finance is, 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 is a big issue. Right. And, um, oh, you know, and yeah. uh, it's a huge, it's always an issue when it comes to blindness programs and things like that. And uh, it is. So um, while I say so, let me also appeal to uh, the people who will be viewing this program. Yes, please do. I was going to ask, I was going to tell you, please tell everybody how they can reach you, how they can help you with the Welfare Association for the Blind, also the cricket, anything you want to tell us right now. Go ahead. That'd be great. Right. The, with regard to the St. Lucia Blind Welfare Association, you, you be pretty easy. Um, uh, the slbwa.org. This focus is www.slbwa.org.org on the web. And um, we have a number of telephone numbers. <clears throat> if you have a pen, quickly, this, the area code for St. Lucia is 758 and 451-9063. Uh, 
And um, 452-4691, we have cell lines in the office. 285-5361, another one, um, the same 758, um, 720-9941. And then, of course, we, are, we have the, on the web pages as well, the Facebook and, you know, the, the social pages. So, um, and we also have uh, the Ike Caribbean um, um, website too. You can you can meet the, there with, with the Caribbean Council for the Blind, the West Indies Cricket Council for the Blind and Vision Impaired. We have our web thing is down. We have, we certainly um, will be having it back up very 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 soon. And uh, so it's pretty easy to get hold of us. And then and if anyone would wish to be associated with our programs, um, we certainly we will welcome um, discussing the, the, the manner in which that you can do so with you. Um, nothing is too small and nothing is too big as right. long as it, it, it comes as, as long as it is legitimate. Um, they, we uh, welcome and we need the support. Um, to sustain the, the 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 programs, we we do not believe that you you have to box blind people. You know, in the in the past, um, when they discovered that you, um, blind people be, they can use their hands to do crafts, and so the, it, everybody was being pushed into crafts um, or being pushed into this, being pushed into that. We believe that people need to be given opportunities to make decision what is best fit for them you know um we believe in creating opportunities that is why of course in this the local mission we are in we are there to to um provide the to meet the general needs of persons who are blind and vision impaired to uh, provide education opportunities to provide employment opportunities to provide you know you name it but um we like the mission of the Caribbean Council for the Blind, which is simply says, well, look, um, preventing blindness and vision impairment while restoring sight mm. and creating opportunities for persons whose sight cannot be restored. My goodness, that's a beautiful, beautiful statement. And you're, you're a very fine, educated, articulate man to present all this. I, I think the association's in good hands, both of them the St. Lucia Blind Welfare Association and the Crickets and the American Council for the Blind. So the Caribbean Council wanna, for the Blind. Yes, uh, the, the, the ACB would, wouldn't, wouldn't forgive you if you said... Yes. But then I really want to big up, big up is the ACB and I think it's a wonderful idea um, to have come up with this initiative. And, um, you know, and I like the theme and uh, uh, so that that and it shows that the blindness movement, when it comes to the um, people uh, are living with blindness and vision impairment across the world, there is a strong bond between us, you know, uh, mm -hmm. and uh, and people sometimes we we missed it. We do not talk enough about it, but there is. Yes. Um, and uh, and we would like to to sustain it, to maintain it. Um, it doesn't really matter. I know for us in St. Lucia, anyone that reached our shores 
And if you have a vision problem, you contact the St. Lucia Blind Welfare Association. You are treated as if you are a citizen of St. Lucia. <clears throat> I have traveled a bit, and I can say similarly. Um, you know, so it, this is good. Um, bravo to the blindness movement of the world. Wow. Um, you know, for us, our, our, our slogan, logo, logo here is an organization with vision. Mm. An organization yeah, yeah. with vision. <clears throat> Very good. Plan. <clears throat> it's a double play on words for sure. Yes. You see, because a- we are not promoting blindness. Mm-hmm. We are promoting people who are living with blindness mm-hmm. because blindness is our enemy. We were given independence. Our, yes, we were given our eyesight to serve us for the rest of our lives. So things happened. Mm-hmm. And but we are determined to survive. We are determined to live a productive life in spite of blindness or vision impairment. Very well put. Alan, do you want to take over now and see if there's any questions? I have to, um, unfortunately, sign off. But uh, go ahead and see if there's any questions. Uh, Thank you, sir. Thank thank you so much, much, Anthony. You you are a spectacular person. Now, I'd like to know if there are any questions from our audience, uh, from any of us, or any of us from the Cooking Without Looking show. Uh, Have any hands raised at this point? I Let's see. Linda. We are not, don't have any at the current moment. Okay, well, I would, I, I'd just like to say thank you to all of the people uh, on our show today. That sounded like some absolutely wonderful recipes. Um, thank you to today's guest from the St. Lucius Blind Welfare Association. Also, many thanks to the American Council for the Blind for having us in the community events. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, Their website is acb.org. Or if you want to reach out to the Cooking Without Looking TV show, please go to our website at www.cookingwithoutlookingtv.wordpress.com. Today's recipes are also posted there. Um, and uh, if you could go to our Cooking Without Looking YouTube channel to view this show or other prior shows. Also, check out our Cooking Without Looking TV podcast anywhere that you get your favorite podcasts. Um, or just say, Alexa, Cooking Without Looking podcast. I didn't know we could do that. Uh, thank you very much for joining us today. Can I throw in a little bit of a commercial? For those of us who were watching last time, I retired my old guide dog, my last guide dog, and I have my new girl with me here today who has been occupying my time. Belle, say hello. Hello, Belle. She's from Leader Dogs, and she's absolutely spectacular, and thank you all. Uh, do we have any other questions or any comments from anybody in our audience? Well, <clears throat> well the thinking of the question, I just want to really say to my team, the St. Lucian team, that we are very proud of you guys. Um, <clears throat> Melvin, you did very, very well. He's, Melvin is a brave guy, and, uh, and he <laughs> will 
you know, he, he has, he, he will continue to grow. And also thanks to Julia and this, the, 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 oh. their support circles. And to you guys, um, and Ernest and Alan and uh, the, 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 the whole team, Rene, um, you, uh, you, you were superb. We really appreciate um, the time we spent Thank with you. Thank you so much, Anthony. Thank you very much. And thank you all of us, all of you for joining us today. And okay. Like an thank you study, so much. Thank you. And bye for now. Thank you so much. Bye.